up y'all forensic fun files i'm back it's matt it's been a while i didn't forget about you i've been just been busy man trying to get down here episode 19 i believe it's episode 19 i i've been trying to get down here so bad i just haven't and i'm sorry i know you guys probably hate my guts but don't just don't we're cool i'm cool i ain't mad at you hopefully you ain't mad at me i've been i haven't really been doing any podcast stuff unfortunately i've been wanting to does that make you feel any better (laughs) probably not i've been wanting to get down here so bad and i finally said to myself okay i'm doing it tonight i gotta get down there got i'm gonna give these guys some some fun files to think about and toss around and tell their friends because it's so important so uh, here i am i'm down here in blue sky studios you know how it is down here actually you may not you probably don't maybe you do maybe you don't but i'll say it's nice and cool down here oh my gosh i don't know where you're at in the world in this beautiful world but here in the midwest it's fucking hot today we broke records it was so hot ridiculously hot and the wonderful the 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 arrangement of clouds in the little room that i'm in right now it is so it's chilly man so chilly feels so good down here typically i I like i almost sometimes got to put you know i I didn't told you guys most of the time i did uh, a lot of those early episodes i was doing in sweatpants well I sometimes I kind of I mean I'm kind of a bitch when it comes to getting cold. It's fun fact, not really, but like I don't like being cold. I like being comfortable. Um, and sometimes down here, dude, it's cold. Even like we were in triple digits today. Now there's no way I would have put any type of sweats or long sleeves or pants or anything fucking come down here today. But it feels fantastic down here here in Blue Sky Studios. I'd like to say there's a breeze, but the clouds make it feel like there's a breeze, and it feels amazing. It really does. I love it. Um, it's been a while, and I apologize. I had, I, you know, I just recently, over the last week or so, I don't know, if anybody listened to the last episode, you probably didn't. Maybe you did. I don't know. But if you did, you know, I told told you guys about my freak out, how I haven't been able to watch the fun files, or the files. Well. I have been watching lately. You're you're probably, oh my God, thank God, Matt. Whew, we thought we lost you. We thought we lost you. And you didn't lose me, never lost me. I I have started to dabble, not at bedtime, not at bedtime though. I've I've picked up, and the last time I talked about, I've been watching Lord of the Rings, well, I I was watching Lord of the Rings like forever. Extended editions. You know, you know me. Only the best. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck I'd say that, but whatever. Over the last couple weeks, I've moved on to another nerdy cliche series. And I've been watching that Harry HP, dog. Harry Potter. My gosh. It's so it's it's all on HBO Max. Every episode all, all of the movies. Oh my god, it's so fun. So fun. I love it. 
And but I have been watching the forensic files lately, trying to, um, trying to. I say that like that because I'm not doing it at night. I'm trying to find areas of the day, time of the day to watch fucking anything. My crazy brain. That's what the, that's what this whole monologue is going to be about. Kind of. I'm going to try to. I'm, I'm already at like five minutes in and feel like I just haven't even started what I when I kind of thought up for the theme here. Um, but I, I wanted to talk about the brain. You know, I the last episode I, I mentioned, I talked a lot about my my struggles with alcoholism, and I'm 17 months. Hell, I actually I'm 18 months sober now. I'm 18 months sober. How about that? Um, and I, I call it my new brain learning with this new brain the brain's fucking fan the, the, the brain is amazing dude it really is and didn't realize what what i was missing out on or what i wasn't learning or teaching what i wasn't doing as an alcoholic but i don't even want to get into all that i want to talk about just the how amazing the brain is and specifically i mean this is a this is a, a show about the forensic files, which is traditionally serial killers are just fucking nut job wives killing their husbands for money or vice versa or gay doctors or, you know, I mean, we, we touched them all, but, um, killers, the mindset of a killer, the brain of a killer. I think they're amazing. They're, they blow my mind away, but we'll get into that here in a minute. You know, I, I got onto that talking about. I'm watching the forensic files again. I am. Uh, I'm not going to bed to it. I apologize. Don't get mad at me, especially you and up in up in the clouds, PT. No offense. I just need some positive vibes to shut these eyes to every once in a while. My bad, but I am watching again. I'm watching. I find, I try to find myself watching while I'm doing things. New brain, new brain factoid coming at you hot, hot and heavy. Here it comes. Pretty sure I got ADD, some form ADHD, something because like I, I have a hard time, relax, like not doing anything, interacting with something, whether it's playing music, listening to music, doing dishes, uh, playing video games. I'm doing a lot of video games. Like I gotta, my brain needs to be doing something. Um, and one thing that doesn't tickle that fancy is watching tv while i'm up and about so i'm struggling trying to find time throughout the day to watch stuff it sounds insane doesn't it it's true though like it's just this new brain like i feel i feel like i I should be doing something advancing um but i am watching and i'm watching them like while i'm doing like laundry or dishes or something like that so um but of course all the ones i'm watching they're like just not knocking my socks off, you know? Oh, my God. Every, every once, the, the previous ones, I'd watch it and be like, oh, that would be a good one to do an episode on. Or, you know, the early ones, I was doing random ones, which was filled with crickets and awkward silence. I apologize once again. Uh, but I, I'm i making a fact to try to find good ones and good dialogue to go with them. And with this episode today... Um, it involves not necessarily a ser- serial killer, but you, his name is Jason uh, Jason Massey, and he kills these two 
random these two kids that were kind of friends colleagues I don't, I don't know exact relationship they don't really get into it too much in the episode but the dude is a nut job um and we'll get into that once we get into the episode but um so the theme of today you know i said the the brain of a serial killer my brain um and actually this weekend is father's day weekend happy father's day to all the fathers out there listening and you know to those that aren't fathers tell your father happy father's day hopefully you have a uh, you enjoy it hopefully they're in your life um that's kind of where i decided to go with this little monologue here is um fathers or the lack thereof in a lot of serial killers upbringing which it's very common within these troubled adolescents and in their youths that they grow up without a father in their life why does that fuck with people so bad um it's kind of weird i i I say it's kind of weird not really it is it's a major thing to only have half a parent there you know no offense to any of the single moms out there you're you've got it you've got one of the toughest jobs to do which is bring kids up in this world alone without without that guidance of of a father or male in your kids lives which sad um i i grew up with i i my father was there i'll try to make this quick about my father my father my real father was an alcoholic um severe alcoholic but he also abused my mom um that I feel ties into my I'm, I, if I'm, I think I'm very empathetic um, and I think that has a lot to do with that because hearing the hearing the abuse upstairs as a kid was it was it scared the living shit out of me and I would never do that to a female and I can't it, it, just the thought of it disgusts me and makes me mad because it, it it's you know that that was scary. It was scary as a child. It scared the living shit out of me. What my what was happening to my mom? Well, um, luckily, when my dad moved out, which he stayed in my life, but he remained a severe alcoholic. Um, my stepfather stepped in, and he's the most amazing guy in the world. Seriously, he is. He taught me everything good in this world and taught me how to be a great human being and if it wasn't for him i have no fucking clue how how i would have ended up no clue i you know i don't i I just it's the fatherless homes and how common it is or motherless homes you know it's not just fatherless homes it's i tried looking up stats or uh statistics statistics of of like how many home how many serial killers came up in single family homes um and of course it's the internet so take it as you want but um this um, i found this on the old google monster machine michigan state university study found 75 percent of adolescent murders were from fatherless homes 75 percent it's a lot um you know they're not all from single they don't all come from single parent homes or fatherless homes not all of them 
Some of them just are insane. But another one says, um, this is from, I don't even know what that is, what, Lemoyne, some type of school, maybe it's Lemoyne University or something. The notion is empathetically supported to an extent, however, as 66% of known serial killers were raised with the mother as the dominant figure. Um, so it's, it is common. I mean, there's fact to back it up now. Again, this is just Google, but I, I know that there is a lot of truth behind that statement. And I, I just wonder why I, I was thinking about like trying to give you guys an explanation or find an explanation. And most of the explanations I found were like fucking 75 page theses and theses of, about it. And I didn't really want to read it. But I wanted to try and analyze it and give you w w just briefly. I didn't put a ton of thought into this, but like, um, I mean, on the surface, you think, you know, there's, I think it has a lot to do with just the stresses of one single parent. You know, not the fact that the, the, the father isn't there and, you know, the, the skill set and attitudes of a father that you do learn as a as a kid um or teach as a father however you want to look at it like it's not just the absence of that it's the additional stress put on the mother because the the lack of help the lack of that father figure or i mean no i mean nothing offensive when i say this but what you know i don't want to say a revolving door of fathers but you know if there's not if you don't have if a mother doesn't come up with a steady father or once again vice versa father doesn't come up with a doesn't find a, a, a solid mother to move in and become a a mothering figure in a kid's life just the additional stress that on that single parent or you know single parent at the time however you want to look at it uh and just what that would cause i mean you would imagine yeah it, it could it could definitely handicap a kid, you know, and just what they're learning. I mean, what they teach in school, they're not, they teach in school, you know, math and history. They don't teach how to do the dishes and you know, how to do the dishes and laundry and eat, eat the right vegetables and, you know, eat everything on your plate and make it to soccer practice on time they don't really teach that in school you know so all the stresses and things that are and then you know when a kid doesn't you know eat all of his food on his plate and gets yelled at over and over again when the parent is you know making meals you know, you know i'm just this is all just obviously nothing you know personal here in my part i'm just thinking of how and why a single parent situation would traumatize a kid to the point where they become serial killers. Now, you put a father or mother in those single family lives, does that person no longer be, become a serial killer? We'll never know, obviously. Um, and probably, I'd say of those 75% that old Michigan U University guy said, I bet you can cut that in half. I, I'm just total guess. Total fucking guess, but... Um, yeah, it's 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 wild. It it's amazing, and then it comes down to the brain, and I I think it's even more amazing to me because of what 
my handicapped brain. I, I, I say it's a handicapped brain because I, because of the alcoholism and the, seems like I'm a lot of things and situations that I didn't learn in my twenties uh, and early thirties that I should have been learning, um, dealing with bills and you know stresses of work and you know it was all buried by alcohol and my brain couldn't didn't have to physically work on this stuff um and i, I just that's the only reason why i find this as i mean we all think it's amazing i guarantee it but like i, I can kind of relate almost in a weird way that um it's it's a handicap it's a on the brain and I, it's even more amazing than it was before when I thought about this type of stuff. And, you know, I say all this stuff you know, and, and say I'm, it's relatable to me and my situation. Yeah, it is kind of. And, but, you know, it's Father's Day weekend, like I said. Um, and I will say the main reason, number one reason why I quit drinking alcohol was so I could be the best father in my kids' lives. I have two kids. And I I wanted to... I didn't want to be what my father was to me. And not... You know, I wasn't thinking when I fucking quit. Like, I, I don't want my kids to be fucking serial killers. I'm going to fucking not drink. No, that's not how I thought, obviously. But, um, you know, I did it because I did want to be the best father in my kids' lives. I wanted to teach them... I wanted to be what my stepdad did to me, gave to me. I want to give them what he gave to me. And it was simply being a fucking good person. And I, I feel like I'm, I'm, do, I'm doing a decent job of that now. Ten times better than I was. But um, it's important. And so you guys, like I said, happy Father's Day to the dads and be sure to tell your dad happy Father's Day. And if there isn't a father in your life, um, it's awesome that you're you're here listening to this. Uh, and hopefully you're doing well. And in this in this sob story with, I honestly think no, this is. I think it could make the world a better place. So I'm gonna say it. I simply I do think when. You know, when there were when there's riots going on and you see these nasty things going on in the world, I do think that being the best parent you can be um, is how we're going to fix it. It's not going to fix what's happening today. It won't. But if we can raise respectable, mature, lovable people, children that respect one another that have morals that that treat that want to treat other people like like they want to be treated the fucking golden rule the world would be a better place i sim- i do think that is the way to make the world a better place cheese fucking city here dude dang i i do stand i i mean that i really do i've told i haven't i've told a couple people that before but i really mean that like the way to change the world is just simply just be a good fucking parent and raise good people. It really is silly. It's not silly. It's real. Do it. Um, let's get into our episode after after that serious moment. 
I just solved the world's problems there. <laughs> I uh, Let's get into our episode. The episode is called Pure Evil. It is in the Forensic Files world, Season 6, Episode 19. And in the world of Netflix, it is Collection 5, Episode 25. It is called Pure Evil. Evil. It's a, uh, it's a good one, it, of course. So, I'm gonna go ahead and start my episode now. And it takes place in Texas back in '93. And uh, they find two bodies. Uh, so, a work crew found two bodies, like off around a bridge. They find a nude decapitated body um young girl and then they found a young white male shot under the bri- under a bridge and kind of uh it was a small town and just wasn't sure oh we got a we got a crappy intro let's listen Why they did that, I have no idea. Really, just blows my mind. So, yeah, they find a road crew finds these two bodies, and find this a nude body, young girl. Uh, she'd been shot, stabbed, decapitated. Her hands were cut off. Uh, she she had a really bad cut on her ab abdomen genital area her legs i mean she was she was it was a crime of not necessarily passion but some anger uh and they found a boy close by that was shot with a 22 twice in the back of the head um there were some hairs found in like a barbed wire fence nearby blonde hairs um on the body of the boy because both both victims were pretty young um in the body of the boy, they found a wallet with a library card with a name. Name was uh, James King. Uh, the girl's identification. They couldn't na- they couldn't really identify the girl because obviously no hands, no head. Uh, so they couldn't use dental references. Um, but our medical examiner said she looked young, teenage, white girl. Um, also had her nipples cut off. Uh, nipples, I hate that word. I think it's one of the weirdest words to say. Like you can't say it and have it be clean. Nipples, but she had it cut down her abdomen, uh, cut by her her pelvis area, but no signs of sexual assault. Um, investigators then visited, you know, the the, the home of James King. And they asked the father, you know, they show the father the wallet. And um, they looked at some of the photos around the house. And the dad, obviously, he started tearing up when they started spilling the beans about, you know, what was going on. And 
Uh, father was like, yeah, that, that was the wallet I gave my son. Um, he said, obviously, he couldn't identify the girl, but she might be his stepdaughter, his 13-year-old, um, Christina Benjamin. Um, but a few nights earlier, he tells the police that a few nights earlier, the, the kids were sleeping out on a hammock. Why the fuck there is midnight? And said, Why there's in a hammock in the front yard? No idea to me. But the dad said uh, this tan car came up, and he saw uh, James King get into his tan car. Um, well, the next they ne- noticed the next day. You know, this is before they, the bodies were found. Obviously, they noticed the next day after uh, he saw his son get in the car that Christina's missing too. I just, why in the, and this is 93, so, who, how, first of all, it's pretty badass, like, I wish I had just, I'm gonna go sleep out on the hammock, babe, um, I wish I could do that, um, let alone let my 12-year-old, 13-year-old kids just do it out there, um, but anyway, they have examiners, uh, and they did, they said Christina had a, they found a broken, like, ankle x-rays from an injury, I don't know, school injury, at, at a sport injury, something. Uh, and then after they took x-rays of the body, they confirmed that it was Christina, Christina Benjamin, and um, that's how they found out about it. And really sad they were both really young I think I I think Christina was 13 and I think James King was uh, 12 so I mean but you see the picture of these kids they don't look that young Um, but they found a handful of other things at the crime scene small hair on a shoe like a tiny almost invisible hair on a shoe and um, our our hair analyst, I guess that's a hair analyst. What do you call that? I have no idea. He's got a sweet mustache, though. He says, you know, when he looked at it, he was like, yeah, I, I've seen this before. He knew it was from a Japanese uh, model vehicle, in, the interior of a Japanese vehicle. So Honda or something like that. And, and so it kind of confirmed that the car that his dad saw him get into after he was taking a sleepy poo on a hammock in the middle of the night that was probably the last person who saw him um our, me- our medical examiner she- her name's Sheila Spotswood cool name um she said that Christina's body was one of the worst one of the worst cases of mut- mutilation she has ever seen um just you know multiple stab wounds and just just nasty cutting the head off cutting the arms off I didn't like saying it I, um so the, 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 whenever I watched this episode I pre-watched it and uh they started talking about you know the profilers the profiles which is made what made me kind of go with the route I did my little monologue here um and they, our, our profilers, they start 
you know, after they went over the case, one of them said, he's like, uh, this is not, this is not a sexual crime. And our detective was like, I was a little confused because she was nude. And the profile is like, um, whoever, whoever committed this crime did not have sex with her. Um, so it's more of a crime of, um, sorry, another, you know, I, I did say in the monologue about the fatherless issue. Well, another common thing with serial killers, most of us know is, uh, they abuse animals like, um, they abuse animals bad, mutilate animals. Well, they got a, a phone call. Investigators got a phone call saying, uh, you need to look into this guy named Jason Massey because we think he's got something to do with it. Well, Jason was a petty criminal. He's got a history of stalking, harassment, theft, and most surprisingly, history of abuse to animals. Um, he was like a drifter. He like went around from house to house, living in random houses around town. Bit of a, I mean, dude's got a definitely potential to be in a perp. Also drove a tan car. Well, I, they, yeah, they, they uh, found it. I think in, in this part of that, I'm sorry, I got sidetracked. Um, investigators got. My goodness, PT just won't stop, man. Uh, there was a call about a cat or something getting mutilated around a McDonald's, and the perp. Whenever they called, the perp ran, and they found the t- a tan car and a bracelet inside that car. It said Jason. So, um, a buddy of this Jason guy said that. Uh, all these animals, all these dogs that he he would cut off these dogs' heads and cats' heads. This guy said, I, he asked him one time, like, what do you do with all these? He's like, I keep them in a cooler. What? You fucking keep them in a cooler? Uh, if your kid's cutting off animals' heads, uh, you might want to hug them. You might want to hug them and ask them. You're like, hey, what's going on? Because... <laughs> um yeah this guy he and he he's got a pretty sweet curly blonde mullet he looks he looks apart uh yeah so we got our guys trying to analyze like why why there was no sexual you know why? Why there, why there was no rape involved? But they bring him in for questioning, and our investigator uh, he throws down some photos, showed Christina Benjamin and Brian King. He said, "Jason, I want you to look at her." I said, "Tell me one thing." I said, "Is she pretty now? As she was? Is she what? Was she? Is she as pretty in these photos as she was before?" I said something like that, and old Jason starts. I should have played this guy. He he's got a he's got a nice little southern accent. Um, but you know, it sounds like he got Jason to crack a little bit, uh, showing the pictures. Classic 
interrogation technique, crime scene photos. I would totally do that if I was, if I was questioning my perp, showing, showing some photos. I totally want to do that. Um, but they collect some, uh, some samples of Matt Jason's, Jason Massey's hair, um, and some fibers from inside the vehicle. And they also found some stains in the seat of the vehicle. Tested positive for blood. Got into the trunk of it. They find some blood stains in the trunk. They find a roll of duct tape. Had blood on it. Found hammer, axe, blood, blood. Uh, looks like he just had a arsenal of fun toys and uh, of weapons in his fucking back seat. Uh, but they didn't find a 22, uh, 22 caliber handgun. Uh, but then investigators received uh, another tip saying that Massey was seen washing his car inside and out at a local car wash. Um, so they went to that car wash, checked the vacuum, and they uh, they found uh, some hairs inside that vacuum at that car wash. And they also found a business card for Massey's parole officer, so I guess confirmed that he was there. At, you know, that he did use that vacuum. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, blood found in Massey's car. Test for DNA. And it could, but it couldn't be compared to the bodies. Uh, because they were too badly degraded for DNA analysis, I guess, back in 93. So then they, st- they you know, they went to the reverse paternity genotype, genotyping, which is when they compare it to their parents. And, um. Needless to say, there was a, it was confirmed. And then later, here in a minute, we find out a little bit more about this nut job. Um, then they start analyzing the, the fly larvae to analyze um, how long, how when the when they were killed and when they were dumped. You know, I don't know if anybody, if you are aware of that. I would hope if you're listening to this show that you're aware that they can find when and how long a body has had been in a location and when they died approximately based on fly larva based on the weather and the types of fly it is which is amazing I think but super cool um, Jason Massey was arrested charged with capital murder he pleaded not guilty and uh, they didn't want him to testify because our our attorney, Mr. Grubbs here, because he says he, lo- he was a good-looking guy. I guess you cut off that mullet. He wasn't a bad-looking guy. But um, with all the evidence against him, though, he definitely, I mean, he, he didn't really have much of a chance. Um. Uh, this guy says, with all this evidence against him, it's either he committed the crime or he was the most unlucky guy in the world, obviously. Um, right before the trial, they found they learned a little bit more about Jason Massey. Um, they found out that... I think they found a notebook. 1994 is when the trial took place. Um, 14-year-old Brian King, 13-year-old Christina Benjamin... I was saying 12 and 13, 14 and 13. 
So they think Brian and Christina were sleeping outside on the hammock, I guess, whenever Jason came out, cruised up in his tan Honda, and uh, asked them if they wanted to just drive the back roads, I guess. And they, you know, so they went for a ride with him. Brian said they got a little reefer or something. Who knows why they got in the car. Uh, Massey stopped his car on the bridge, shot Brian twice in the head, point blank, uh, opened the door, kicked him off the bridge, and then threw him off the bridge. Um, Christina runs. Old Jason chases after him, shoots her, shoots her once in the back. Didn't kill her, though. Um, later, he, he then shoots her in the head, then stabs her. And then it gets nasty. That's when the mutilation probably occurred. And all of this is presumed. Um, Christina's head and hands have never been recovered. Um, motive was definitely difficult to to identify. There was no traditional motive. In the journal here. So they find a journal. I'm waiting for them. I want to try and quote what they say as they say it. Because it's pretty troublesome. Some of the thoughts he he he, he puts down in this this notebook. But uh, a hunter that later that year found a he was walking in those woods and he finds a red cooler inside with the decapitated heads of 31 animals and uh, some journals. These journals are so nasty I'm, I, I'd, I'd like to read them Just I don't know if I could but I'd like to try Slayer's books of Slayer's books of death into the mind of a killer a mind obs- obsessed with murder, sex and mutilation of young girls eek yeah, I wonder, I'll, t- I'll try to turn it up whenever of course he's found guilty two murders I believe he got mutilation of a corpse uh, he does get the death penalty. Comment on your guilty is. conviction. No, ma'am, I'm just glad it's over. No, ma'am, I'm just For glad it's over. For the penalty phase. Um, so I had 24 hours to to go over the journal stuff between the time he was convicted and from the time uh, the sentence was going to be 30 dogs, 39 cats, and he cut off their heads and kept them as their trophies. A little girl, and he says that he has, he loves her and he's decided to kill her. He just doesn't know when. Prosecutors told the jury that Jason Massey's journal contained evidence that he had planned to kill again and again. Massey's writings revealed that his greatest aspiration in life was to become the most famous serial killer in America. We wanted the jury to know just that was in his journal. I uh, just that was that's the brain. That's that's that disturbing brain. Um, jury only deliberated for just 15 minutes. Should have taken five, and they decided on the death penalty. Uh, death by lethal injection, and the only injustice in this court today will be that 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 your death will be so much more humane than that of your victims. The judge said that. That's the grandmother of Christina um, talking about the judge and what what the, what he said to Jason as he was told of his sentence. He was ex- executed April 3rd, 2001. 
uh, Christina's grandparents witnessed it. Here's, here's her. Massey's final statement uh, just prior to his execution. He said, yes, first, I would like to speak to the victim's family. First of all, I would like to say that I do not know that any of y'all, and that's unfortunate because I'd like to apologize to each and every one of you individually. I can't imagine what I've taken from y'all, but I do want to apologize. I apologize I to, to you for what I did. I want you to know that I, it was that. only I who committed the murders. No one else was involved. Christina felt no pain. The things done to her occurred after her death. I swear, the things done to her occurred after her death, I swear. Her head and hands I threw into the Trinity River. I didn't rape or tor torture her either. I admit my guilt, and I ask your forgiveness. I pray you will forgive me. If not now, then in the future. May God be with you and keep you through this. His servant, Jason Eric Massey. I don't know how to... Yeah, that's, uh... She said she watched him die. And he was, there, she's saying that he was mouthing, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They didn't believe him, so... Sad. Um, this is episode's kind of wrapping up here, but um, the brain, man, it's a, it's it's an amazing thing, and I don't think there's a true, clear cut, normal brain out there, and just some of these these serial killers and murderers and rapists, their brains how they get that twisted um no it's not because it's the only reason why it's not like a father not being in their life is the only reason why i i, I know that um and it, there's a whole bunch of other things that come into play with it and true you know disease and sickness is involved as well but man it's crazy i, I just find it absolutely fascinating and not that you know I said it I I feel like I can relate to it a bit not in any way shape or form do I can do I think I relate to this type of psycho here I'm just talking about the brain and the handicap of the brain and um I really need to start reading some books on this shit <laughs> don't you think I mean I I'd sound a lot more articulate and smarter if I just read a fucking book or two about this <laughs> but I don't know if I got that I have a hard time even watching shit nowadays let alone sitting and reading books which I tried I have tried and I was doing pretty good there but I don't want to get into that anyway this is episode 19 forensic fun files wrapping up I um I'm gonna try to get you guys another episode here soon I have some interesting guests Again, fucking episode 19. I still haven't had anybody on here. I apologize. Don't hate my guts. I'm not a liar. I just hate asking people to join me as much as I I know some people will. It's like, how about, how about, let's just come over. How about, just come over, knock on my door and be like, hey, dude, let's do a show. I'll probably be like, if I got an hour to spare, I'll be like, okay, let's do it. But I don't ask. I'm such a wiener that way. Anyway, episode 19 wrapped up. And uh, let's, let's, uh, I'll end it with this. How about 
let's fix this fucking world and be good parents and love one another and treat teach the golden rule and then use it and fucking and encourage it and treat people how you want to be treated simple as that and world might be a little bit better place maybe just a little bit um that's all i got i hope you guys enjoyed this episode like it subscribe it tell a friend and uh i'll get you another episode soon guys take it easy Later.